Hey, hey. you, it's Braden and Chase. We're here tonight in my place. Hey, guys, what's on your mind? We can't wait to talk about shit. We got crickets in here. Miranda, too. Hey, Miranda, say hello to them. Hello to you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Good. Hey. What do you say? It's a musical episode of Nerd Shit in the Dark in today. The dark. No, we're just fucking with you. Yep. Good opening, man. That was good. That was great. I think we nailed it. I do. <laughs> sure did, man. Yeah. That was awesome. How's it going, everybody? It's been a while. Well, not really. Not but really. It's actually been pretty good with the schedule in, recently. In compared to, like, the, I think the gap between the last episode and the last episode before that yeah. was astronomical. We're getting back to a more regular schedule. Yeah. As regular as something like ours can be. Yeah. Like, yeah. You usually get one of the, like okay real podcasters not that we're not I mean right we're real anyone can be a podcaster <laughs> am I touching your arm right now yeah am okay I you're your arm? real I'd say and yeah, I'm real he is. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah 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 we do like maybe once a month we're fun. twice a month you never know when we're coming we're it's like, like a rare uh, little nugget it's a very underground operation here yeah we're like a we're like a hunter hunter chapter. Yeah. Maybe not that bad. This is like our mixtape that we're, you know, sending around that's pretty fire, but yeah, not we, a lot we of give this to the girls to that we're into that kind of mixtape. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. Listen to this. Listen to us. It'll express uh, my feelings. Yeah, and we'll she talk does. About Whoever listener, if you're using it on your significant other, she she listens to you. Yep. Okay. We hope she does. Well, yeah. Nobody likes a woman that don't listen. Right. <laughs> All right. I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, Brayden. Chase. It's good to see you. It's great seeing you. No, I was just going to comment on how we were both standing up, but I had to sit down. But yep. we were, I'll be up and down. Yeah, I dig into that plate of uh, I chicken am nuggets. Hungry. Yep. So, sorry, viewers, listeners, seizures and doers. We are going to be eating a bit. Yeah, it's bar this. for the course. They're, they're used to it. All right, well, 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 we're gonna get into it then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Braden, what have you, what have you been getting down to for new shit, nerd shit? What do you get down to, man? So some new shit, Chase. Yeah. I've been really getting into some Pokemon Violet. What? Yeah. Me too. Wait, no way. Well, when did you get it? I, I got it like a few days, like pretty much right after it released. Oh my god, dude! I have. I got I stay up till midnight. Yeah. 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 I was at your house last night. Mm-hmm. You were playing Pokemon the entire time. So was I. Oh my god! We were just sitting next to each other on our switches, and we didn't know we were too embarrassed Pokemon. to be adult men in their thirties and close to their thirties playing Pokemon. And we're so, and we're so embarrassed by ourselves to each other that we didn't tell each other that we were both we playing Pokemon. We did not tell each other that we were both Fuck. playing Pokemon Violet. <laughs> <laughs> Insanity. Insanity. Well, dude, <laughs> let's just. Here's a crazy off-the-top idea that we didn't discuss before this. Let's just make new shit nerd shit us talking about Pokemon the whole time. We'll combine <laughs> yeah. our That's a great idea. That's a great idea. Yeah, dude. Yeah, since we both have the same new nerd shit, yeah. we'll just talk about Pokemon Violet. Yeah, strictly Violet. Strictly we don't know anything about Scarlet. Neither of us got the Scarlet version. We know of, like, maybe two people who have it. Um, and they live kind of far away, so... 
Yeah. We're um, just making do with what we can. Uh, but I bet you, based on the ending of the uh, Violet, that I could take a shot in the dark and probably nail exactly how Scarlet ends, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think they put a lot of effort into making them two distinct games. No. That much. Just kind of reskin things. Just <laughs> enough to keep up their shtick that they've had been going since 1996. Yep, <laughs> it works, and we Every do time. it. Mm-hmm. Every time. Sometimes I like to think about... We'll get into the game itself pretty soon. But sometimes I just like to think about um, past versions of me. And, like, um, really, imagine what six, seven, eight-year-old you playing Pokemon could think if you would go back in time and be like, listen, they, you're, you're going to be doing this forever. Yeah. They never stop making these games. And you're going to keep buying them. Yeah. And some of them are going to be great. There were times where I fell out of Pokemon, you know what I mean? Like in like 6th, oh. 7th grade. Last time I played a Pokemon game was when they re-released Sapphire. Oh, wow. Sapphire and Ruby. And I got Sapphire because Kyogre is my favorite legendary Pokemon. Your favorite one? Yep. Wow. Wow. I think he's cool. I like water types. You do like water types, you... I mean, I didn't know that. We didn't talk about that prior to this podcast at yeah. all because we didn't know that we were playing Pokemon together. But no, not at all. You, you, you look like a water type. Yeah, I yeah. look like someone who uh, wears like jean shorts. You look like you could be a, like a water type gym leader. Like you kind of remind me of Misty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With my red hair <laughs> and freckles. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I'm completely ginger, by the way. If people You're always yelling and nagging us about stuff. The embarrassment. That's what we. That's what people call you. Did you know that? The embarrassment. The yeah. embarrassment. Braden, the embarrassment meal. Wow. What uh, Pokemon? What Pokemon? So, it's a interesting game, I would say. Let's get the whale. Nope. The elephant in the room. Yep. <laughs> the Dodonza in the room. Oh. No. Or what's the elephant Pokemon? Don Fan. Don Fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said whale initially, I was, so I, in my head, Dodonzo popped oh, up. I was going to say, I was going to let it slide. I was just going to be like, it's good, it's fine. You don't got to correct it. But yeah, when you said it, I was like, yep. Yep. Don Fan. The Don, Don Fan, fan in, the in the room, great. Um, it's not very finished. Nope, not pretty. <laughs> Yeah. But not not pretty. There are pretty moments. There it's a it's such a weird looking overall game. It's yeah, it's not a Parts beautiful of it look game. Good. Parts of it look good. You can definitely tell which parts had more time spent on it than others. I like to look at the game as it's it's you and the Pokemon are these are the main like they're the detailed things. And you're all just kinda on this map world that they created. It's just like a very Plain polygon. Like the Pokemon look good. You go- look good, but the universe you're in looks kind of mad. Yeah. I mean, compared to what we would expect from a game today, it looks definitely bad. But what we would expect from Pokemon games, which historically are just you know 2D pixelated games, you know, I think it still works. Rudy 2D pixelated games. Yeah. No. You know, like I, like I, I mean, and it's still a fun experience, mm-hmm. and you just kind of get used to it. Like I, I said the other day, it's a really good looking PS2 game. It's a really good looking <laughs> PS2. <laughs> it very much feels like you're playing a PS2 era game, but it's a really fun one, I think. Yeah, and I it's mean, Pokemon. I mean, it's a Pokemon game. It's just open world, and um, I think they nailed the open world aspects to it. Dude, here's the thing I want to just say that I've been thinking a lot lately. In some strange way, 
Pokemon has always been open world. Yeah. When you think about it. Yeah, Those we're just thinking, open world. I guess, 3D open world. I know, I know that this is world. the official, like, open world, but, like, but think about it, like, even on the Game Boy, like, that was Game Boy's, that's pretty fucking open world for what it is, like, Pokemon. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I'm glad they've really just, like, ran with it. All, yeah, we're just gonna dive right into what we like about it. I mean, uh, everything else about it that isn't the bad graphics and the glitches, and I've learned to kind of think the glitches are kind of funny. But um, yeah. everything, like, there's a charm. Because the game is so good, that part just becomes kind of charming. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It's honestly, Love. like you said, like, you stop noticing it after a while. Like, I don't know, I just kind of, like, I grew up with PS2 era games, so, like, I'm used to playing games that, like, yeah. might have worse graphics than usual, but are still great games. And it's I think, strange right now is all. Yeah. Oh, and, like, there are still, like, there's certain things Whoa. about... Miranda. Are you? What are you playing on your Switch? Miranda, what is that? That you just revealed? Oh, ah, uh, that's uh, Pokemon Violet. What? <laughs> what? what? You have been playing Pokemon Violet too? Holy cow! <laughs> Damn! Dang it! I didn't know that. She's my. I. She's my uh, girlfriend. We live together. You, you live together. I was too embarrassed I was to say embarrassed that I was. I just thought she was playing. Wow. Solitaire on that thing. All these adults embarrassed to tell each other that they love playing Pokemon. Interesting. Boys and girls. Boys and girls. Weird. Everyone loves them. Crazy. Well, good for you, baby. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad that as we're talking about it, somebody in the room of the podcast is actively playing. This is true. This Pokemon is a true Violet. fact. Pokemon Violet is in the room with us right as we speak. But anyways, yeah. yeah. Um, there are a few th things that do genuinely annoy me about it, but they're minor. One of my biggest gripes is the map system. Oh, oh, yeah, we did, we did need to talk about that. Yeah. yeah. So, for one, it's, it's one of the jankiest map systems I've ever come across in a game. It's like, it's, it's, oh my god, it's an, it's kind of an analogy for the game itself. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a good map. Overall, it's a they, great detailed map. They but, implement like, it so poorly. <laughs> so uh. to describe this map, basically, you need to hit like three different buttons to actually get into the map mode. Because you have to like bring up your Pokedex menu first, then you have to hit X, then you have to actually scroll up to map to get into the map. Like, there's not just like a straight button to like open up the map. Yeah, there, there is. Is there? <laughs> what? The, the Y button. <laughs> I tried the Y button before. Try it again. Oh. It goes right to it. <laughs> I'll try it again. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't know you could go into it the other way till the other. That's how I've always been doing it. You go X and oh. then Y. Yeah. Oh no! You can just hit Y. Oh, I'll have to try that then. Yeah, you'll have to Y that then. <laughs> but still, still, even though now you found it easier to way no, to get into it, it's still it's a still shitty map. map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it opens up like it's. It doesn't align itself to true north. It aligns itself to whichever way your character is facing when you hit the button. when you hit the button. <laughs> so like you'll like the map is constantly spinning. <laughs> you have to constantly spin the map around to figure out where the hell you are. But the map, you see, it's you're constantly too zoomed in to really figure out <laughs> yeah. exactly where you are even when you're spinning it. But if, and if you take it all the way out, you can see the entire map facing true north. Yeah. 
But but so you but can see where you want to. But look. you can't manipulate it nope. at that point. And if you go <laughs> you zoom, zoom back, back in, in, it zooms right back, back into where you were at the area, like so nowhere near. So so when you pull it up, you have to like. Look when you look at the main map, like all the way zoomed out. You kind of have to look at what things are around where you want to go look yeah. like. So then, when you're zoomed in, you can oh, there's that piece, and kind of move it accordingly. <laughs> and then it also like some of the icons have explanations to them, and other icons have no explanations to them whatsoever. There's not really a map key that I could find unless you found a map key that explains what like all the symbols are. Like, you figure it no, out once no. you go to those things, yeah, but, like, you, you have you, to figure it you out. You have to figure out, which, kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was, like, all these marks that you're like, Mm-mm, no idea what any of that is. It's, Elden Ring's kind of like that a little. Yeah. Solve the game as you play it. But. Yeah, the map <laughs> is weird, but it's, you know, it you, works you, it well enough you, that it's not, like. I'm, you just have to spin it a it's lot. It's just something that every time you use it, you just kind of bitch a little. Yeah. Like, it's never, like, an entirely <laughs> good time. Like, when you know you have to fly somewhere, there's, like, this initial, like, here we go. Alright. Spin it around. Yeah, very tough math, but good in another way. Like, it is a nice... Like, when you, where, when you figure out what you're doing, it is nice and convenient and well done. And yeah. Pretty big. Ma- massively big. There was a part today that I walked into that I was just like, I still haven't, like, I thought I had hit oh, there's, roll map. There's but, still areas yeah, I haven't explored yeah, yet. Yeah, for sure. So, and I've sunk close to 50 hours at this point into this game. Mm-hmm. I was at, like, 42, I think, before this morning's. Um, mm-hmm. Remember when we were all sitting in the basement not talking about the fact that we were playing Pokemon together? Yeah. And, um... We were all playing Pokemon. Like for hours. Yeah. So that had that a good chunk of change to my run. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how many hours I have in it, but it's a lot. Yeah, probably. If you pull up your um, character ID, it tells you your playtime. I'll have to look it up. But I'm almost—I almost have my first level on hundred. Holy shit! Really? Jeez. Yeah, I bet I've my yeah. my quack uh, quacksquaddle <laughs> quacksquaddle quacksquaddle quacksquaddle. I think it's quacksquaddle. Quacksquaddle. I don't Quaxcaval? know how to pronounce its name. Quaxcaval. Quaxcaval? Yeah. Like One of you was putting in a letter. Like, you yeah. were putting in a letter yesterday that wasn't even in it when Nas said it. Quaxquaval. I can't remember what it Quaxquaval? was. Quaxquaval? 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 Quaxquaval. 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 He's at level 93. Damn, dude. The, I, I get it. Like, it's a game that, like... Well, it's cheap, but... Yeah, well, yeah, I get that, too. But, um, like, it's a game that if I wasn't switching between so many to be on the same level at the same time, if I just had six, it's so easy to level up that, like, I... No doubt in my mind, my start would probably be up there somewhere, too. Oh, I found, yeah, once you, like... Such a quick leveling system. Yeah, once you, like, get to the higher levels and you can just, like, attack higher-level Pokémon, like... You can just bring along a lot of low-leveled Pokemons and that level up pretty yep, quick. That's that's it's pretty easy. That that is one thing. Like I enjoyed it, but also was like trying to look a little bit more in. Is that I, I didn't find it like super challenging. Like there were there were some challenging battles that I had to like restart. Yeah. Um, and like there are a few battles that I lost, but overall, compared to like my other Pokemon game experiences where I've had to like really fight. Um, most of the time, like, 
I just focused on training up my starter, mm-hmm. and they they could like wipe out most teams' rosters. Just I'm sure by themselves. That that's when I so like I, by the time I got my second badge was when I decided to make a B team because I kind of like was just stronger enough than them that it was like. Yeah. Okay, if I want to have like a challenge with this, I gotta, I gotta yeah. make more like, move it I, around. I beat, it helped. I beat the elite four uh, and champion run one run in one run because my Quax Quaval Quax Quaval Quax Quaval Quax was already like level eighty three at that point, and I had like yeah. a roster. Oh my god, it was at level eighty three by the time you got to the elite four. Yeah, and I had a roster of For like fucking six, hell, like man, 60s. you were grinding at it. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, no wonder it was easy. Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It was still a challenge. I was down to I, I got down to two Pokemon. Yeah. During the champion. Challenging, but it, it, I've kind of stopped thinking of Pokemon. Once I stopped being like a kid, Pokemon games stopped being challenging to me. Yeah. So it was like I've ex- I've accepted them. Really, the most like challenging I, RPGs. Well, I figured out it really is like if you just like buy a bunch of items. Like potions and revives and stuff, like because that's why I did. Like I had a bunch going in, dude. You yeah, you don't even really have to buy them in this game. They're all over the, the fucking game. That's the th- I. I also just like religiously pick up all the everything objects everywhere because yeah, it just you get so much shit. That's a good. Sorry, nobody's talking about all these good like items just littered about. Yeah, very you just good find items. There's everywhere. so many good things about this game that like they did nail the open world aspect in a lot of ways. Yeah. And you can't have your Pokemon run alongside you. Love it. They can auto-battle things. Best way to did level up I've ever seen. I really like the travel system. They gave us fly right away. Yeah. Auto-locates a thing. It's not an attack or a move. Have you got, like, a TM fly? I, like, I hope the attack fly is still in the game, but I haven't come across it. I haven't come across fly. Hmm. But, uh, you can glide. You have I. What? Yeah, but, I mean, we're not going to go into any spoiler details, but incredible story. Yeah. Incredibly touching, and just, like, by the end of it, I was just like, holy fuck, this shit is insane. Yeah, it's, it goes in a place you never expected. from Pokemon. Um, it's very interesting. Interesting characters. Like, I, I found myself enjoying all the characters by the end of it. Yeah. How they interact when they're having mm-hmm. conversations in that one area. Yeah. Yeah, super... Even, like, the school aspect. There's, yeah. like, a school aspect to this game that you can do, and you also don't have to really engage with it at all, really. I haven't done any of it. Me. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna go back, I promise. But it's I'm cool. It's cool. It's, like, an extra little... Like, I like those side things that Pokemon games add. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't typically do any of them. I, I'm, like, mediocre about any of the side things. This one I am interested in doing. Um... I, a lot of the stuff that I kind of set aside to play the storyline and, you know, just train Pokemon and catch Pokemon, I'm excited to get into now that the storyline for me is at least completed. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. But yeah, I know I really enjoyed the storyline overall. Had a great, you know, twist ending. Yeah. Um, yeah. Loved it. Loved the Ed Sheeran. Coming in clutch at the end. Ed Sheeran coming in clutch. For those who don't know, there in the credits after you beat the game, an Ed Sheeran song plays, and it's it's. I mean, you know Pokemon probably out there. You've played a Pokemon game and see those things end usually. <sighs> Never Ed Sheeran, not anything it feels even close so, to Ed Sheeran. 
strange. Yeah. <laughs> a choice of song that. But it also works. It works. Yeah, it's yeah. not a bad song. I just wasn't expecting to hear Ed Sheeran at the end of a Pokemon game. Not unless the radio was on. Nope. Nope. Yeah. So that was, you know, good. I'm, I'm having so much fun. I'm having so much fun. That's what's most important that I'm taking away from playing Pokemon yep. Scarlet and Violet. Is it Just Violet. Is, I was so hyped leading into this game. Like, it's all I could think about. All I, could, I was Two weeks leading into it, I was just playing Pokemon games, like, getting myself ready. And then I found out the thing about the graphics, and it really hit me hard. And I was like, oh, no, this is how this game's going to be remembered, yada, yada, yada. Once I got past that, though, it ended up being, for me, probably the most fun I've had in playing Pokemon games in years. I almost want to say the most fun I've ever had, but that would be, I don't know if I can commonly say that, but yeah. I feel comfortable even saying that I could. Yeah. It's, it's a, a good fucking It's a good game. game. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, it's not finished. Not finished. But. Took away things in Arceus that I liked that I wish they would have kept, but borrowed enough from it, too, that I liked a lot. Yeah. So... And it's very enjoyable, and I had a fun time with Lovely it. Lovely time. Easy to just spend hours, hours upon hours yep. playing it. Leveling up your Pokemon. That's the thing, like, a lot of times I finish these games, I'm like, um, now that I'm done, like, is there enough for me to do to keep sinking hours into this game? And I'm like, yeah, I spent most of the just the storyline also just grinding and doing other things, so I'm very comfortable playing the game not playing the story. Yeah. And that's what I like about it, too. Is there's... Like, some Pokemon games, if there's no extra story, it gets a little repetitive. But with this one, the re repetition really works. And it is fun, and you have a purpose, and... Yeah. Yep, I agree. Ooh. I think it's good. It, it's good at the things that it needs to be good at. Mm -hmm. And that's all that really matters. Like, you can get past the PS2 graphics and the wonky map system... Very good game. Yeah. And I plan on playing more of it tonight. Yep, me too. Yeah. Yep, same. Um, one, one more positive. One more positive. We should end on a positive. Um, I think the exploration part of the game is very enjoyable, which that's like the main aspect of any Pokemon game that they need to get right. Yeah. Um, just like going out into the wild, like the world, even though it, it's, it's, you know, graphics aren't great. It's still an interesting world. Nice to I look think. at. There's a lot going on. And there's a lot there's going on. Something there's going Pokemon on. everywhere. Pokemon are riddled in this. Yeah, place. it feels very lived in. It's very lived very in. Very lived in. And you can just you know spend your days fighting and catching Pokemon. Uh, and you enjoy. Like here's the deal, man. For me, in all the other Pokemon games, basically what I'll do is like you go to your towns, and then if you got to do something in the outer world, it's you stay kind of close. Yeah. You know, you're the pro. You don't have to go like you don't have to walk route to route. This game makes me want to like. I want to spend no time in the times in the towns and all of my time out and about. In oh, the I've wilderness. like had to go back to towns and actually spend time with them because I would just plow through them and like miss a lot of stuff. Like I finally went back yeah. and like went to all the stores just to see what they offered, and like it was like stuff that I was interested in. But it took me a while to even be interested. Right, in the towns. because you're just having so much fun, just yeah. like out and about. Pokemon are everywhere, mm -hmm. and it's. It's, yeah, that's a great aspect of it. They like, like this is how Pokemon needs to be now. Yeah, and they give you Forever. a Pokemon to ride, and it's very ride fun. On. Yeah, ride on, ride on. Yeah, um, that's in the Violet version, and Coridon and Scarlet. 
Correct. But uh, I thought their traversal abilities were pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, once they... So, like, I was so confused when, I fir- when we first got the game, because it gains abilities throughout the game. Yeah. Every time you clear a certain area. And it was just so slow. I was like, oh my god, is this our vehicle? This is our vehicle? I remember thinking that, too. Holy fuck. Like, this is... I think I rough. could just walk. <laughs> but as soon as you get, like, boost... Yeah. It becomes so... And then everything that adds surf, glide... Rock climb. It's just like, oh, ride. I just love riding around on that fucker. Yeah. Very, very cool. So, like, you can explore the map on your feet, and you get around just fine, but you get on that... You have somewhere to be. You don't just fly to it like you used to. You get on a ride on it and fucking get yeah, moving. Yeah, you can literally just, just to, traverse everywhere. I love getting up on the top of, the, like, the tall mountains and just, whew, just glide and just go yeah. somewhere. Very cool ability. Very cool ability. And I, like, dive dropping. Yeah. <laughs> Catches you in it. Yeah. I mean, I found a lot of Pokemon just by, like, finding little caves that you discover. Yeah. So it. that's a very fun aspect of it, I think. Absolutely. I think that was a great note of Pokemon to end on. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. Time to go and fall. Team Skeldurge and Team... Quaxquable? 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 At all. Weird. Weird. <sighs> all so, right. but now we're going to bleed in. Um, so from the show on out, we, we, we are just going to talk about two things, really. Technically five, but two things. Yes. Um, just to give everybody a heads up. We're not kind of following the normal format. Oh, boy. So, <laughs> we're going to split. A little, little fallback on the last thing. The things do happen in the game that do bring anger out of you as a human. <laughs> I think that is a positive thing, though. It's in a positive way. But we are going to be reviewing um, the entirety of Andor. We'll be loosely... We can probably go spoiler-free for a little bit, but yeah. get into spoiler territory. Just get, like, a big overview of the series. Yeah, pretty hard. And then after that, we are going to do our... Kung Fu Movie Marathon Review. Yes. We've watched four, count them, four, four. Kung Fu movies to prep for tonight. Um, all Each a little of a different genre, and yeah. they're very... Slight, they're very different Kung Fu from movies. From each other around. entirely. Yeah. Specific. They share... The, what they share is a Kung Fu, but... And, yeah. Like, so... They all different so execution. I, this is a little surprise for you. I'm not going to tell them. Um, but then we watched the fourth one because you watched three of these movies with us. Yes. And you're, but we have a surprise movie that we decided to throw in because we were just so enthralled by how fun we were having watching karate movies that. And I think that I, I'm glad we watched that one. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Braden and I just watched it and ran it too. And we have not really, other than like what we said during the movie. Yeah. We haven't talked about. We haven't the talked movie. about it at all. So, deliberately trying to avoid opinions. We're we're looking forward. Yeah. We're looking forward to when we get into that. But, um, um, 
Oh, the bugs just got really silent Go, for a little bit. Oh, they're back. Jeez. Probably like a predator passing by or yeah, something. Yeah, they, yeah, they just all shut down yeah, and shit. Yeah. Well, they'll probably keep doing. I mean, I heard those predators show up every um, seven minutes and twelve seconds. Really? Okay. So we so should we'll time <laughs> probably be prepared for that. Um, but okay, Andor. 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 Dude, I want to kind of take this podcast talk of Andor, kind of like the way the show is. stand up for this. (laughs) I think we go into it slow and we build. We build, we build. Just like the show. Exactly, exactly. Um, Where to begin? Brayden, I am going to let you begin us because here's what I like the most about this show, for you specifically. Yes. You're re- you. I I'm really enjoying this show. I I am very impressed with it. I don't have too much negative to say about it. But Brayden is 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 so into this show. I'm very into this show. It's, I'm happy for him because he hasn't really been into anything much like at this, all. like this that at I've seen all since you've been back from Africa. Yeah, and certainly not Star Wars related. Since I've been back from Africa, the you know first Star Wars related thing new Star Wars related thing I saw was Rise of Skywalker, which was a fever dream to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, it was a very weird time. <laughs> yeah. Have you watched it since? No, I need to. You should watch it again. I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At some point. I at just need to point. prep myself. <laughs> yeah. It's better and or is not a good thing to prep yourself for. No. You like, it won't look good next no. to that. And then, you know, the Book of Boba Fett came out, and, yeah, Book of Boba Fett came out first, right? Um, after, um... Those Predators again. Yeah, it came quick. Uh, Quicker this time. Um, <laughs> cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. Um, yeah. Boba Fett, go keep going. Yeah, so Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett came out. I didn't um, hate Book of Boba Fett. I actually enjoyed it uh, at the time as I watched through it. But throughout the entire time, I'm like, there's there's some corny parts to this. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like a high entertainment television. You know, it was just like a fun action adventure movie with it's Boba a fun Fett. it's a fun rom. It's, a fun it's got rom. some of the also best Star Wars. Stuff. I love I love the Luke Skywalker episode of that. Yeah. In Solidarity, one of the best Star Wars things. Yeah, and it's it's it's. It's good. I enjoyed Book of Boba Fett, but it's just hard to compare it to how I enjoyed Andor because it's very different. Totally, <laughs> totally different feel. Totally different shows. Yeah. Same with Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan Kenobi kind of disappointed me. I had some very high moments in it, especially with like the Vader scene uh, scenes. But overall, I was like, it could have done better. In with... a way, that's kind of like what Star Wars has become. Just like these, like. Big moments in, like, messy things. Yeah. It was very messy throughout, but some very good moments in there. Like, don't sleep on Obi-Wan Kenobi, but... It definitely should have been probably better. Better in, like, in in certain ways, more thought out. To get, yes, more thought out, better written. To get Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen to come back. Like, you could better make it... It was their chance to kind of, like, yeah, really be in a good thing. Yeah. Because, like, you can say what you want about the prequels. Hey, love them or hate them. It's not, like, every universe is good. Where that could have been. And while there were some, like I said, good parts of the show, it just seemed like other parts of the show were not well thought out at all. Yeah, exactly. But this isn't a Kenobi review. No. Um, 
This is an Andor review. Yeah, I think the best way to review Andor is... The, anyway, so, it so, is the opposite of yeah, those. I'm just, you know, charting my journey up to this point. But overall, I've just been kind of, you know, burnt out from Star Wars at this point. I was not planning on watching Andor at all, because it was the same excuse a lot of other people had, where it's just like, why would they make a series about that dude? No one knows who he is. And, you know, no, does anyone really want this? And then Chase actually told me to watch it. I think the, on the last podcast I was giving you my advice. You did tell me to watch on the last podcast, yeah. I think. Because um, the first three episodes had come out, and you said that they, you thought that they were pretty good. And um, I gave it a watch, and like... It's, uh, like, I enjoyed what was happening in the first two episodes. I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty decent. Like, it's got me interested. Like, it's it's building up. It's it's stylized in a way I've never it seen Star good. Wars stylized before. By not knowing anybody on screen, it, it, you just feel so comfortable with I feel all. immersed. Yeah. yeah. I feel very immersed throughout this entire show in all of the sets because a lot of it is well-used used CGI and practical effects in practical sets. Um, and not all just, like, in the volume. Right. Like how Obi-Wan, a lot of Obi-Wan and Boba Fett were shot. Yeah, if not all of it. Yeah. Um, and then you can tell, and you can feel. This yeah. is a show that you can feel in the in a viewer. You feel like you're there, yeah. And yeah. it's, it, you know, we, um, this is a criticism that comes with a lot of Star Wars, and I joke because I do actually love the planet, but there's no Tatooine in Andor, it's mostly entirely new planets that we see. We do see Coruscant, um, which that's not really a spoiler because that's in the trailers, but... That's fine. Yeah. Um, but, like, we see different planets, and we actually... Lots of different lots planets. Lots of different new planets, planets. New planets that we've never seen before. New aliens. Um, and we get to get tidbits of each planet's culture and, like, how the native population there acts and how, what their relationship is with the Empire, how some are more contentious than others, how some, like, areas the Empire's not completely spread out yet, so they've put out their, um, they've leased out their systems to these corporate forces. Yeah. Um, and, like, other areas, they're, you know, really clamping down. Yeah. But overall, it's still in that weird nebulous period where they are pretending like they're not just a full-on evil fascist empire. They are, but, like, they're really slowly grinding out, I guess, the uh, last bit of resistance in the galaxy to them. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's a very well-made well show. I was engaged pretty much the entire... Like, by episode three, which is, like... The hook episode. The episode that really kicks it off. The, he the episode that really kicks it off, where like action really starts to. Like, it, it ends with Andor kind of joining up with. Um, yeah, we're, we're gonna give we're gonna give names. Yeah, um, yeah. So he teams up with um, L Luthien. Luthen. Luthen. Yeah. Sorry, I, got, I was like, is that right? Yeah. Luthen. And they're just kind of going off into one like into wonder. So that sense of wonder takes you as they're going off right. into space. Because this is an entirely new character, I believe. Who? Luthen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, never an, entire, seen he's it. an entirely original character of this show, never before seen in Star Wars. Never so heard of. Never and heard he even of. acknowledges that in an episode when he gives an epic little speech of that. Yes. Uh, like, nobody yes. will even know him. There's, there's, he pretty much gave now the canon reason of why no one has ever heard of this character we, before. We, we, this is a character not only do we know, but we, we will. There's more to learn, and 
he will be a remembered yeah. Star Wars character. Yeah. Played, Same with Andor. Played by one of the most talented actors that they got in a cast full of all talented actors. Like, I couldn't find a performance in this show that I disliked. Like, Will I, Ferrell. Will Ferrell. No. Yeah, when Will Ferrell said it's Andor in time, that it's was it's. weird. <laughs> it's Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg and their Andor and Lupin and... <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. So it's if you aren't wild, ready to see bro. them crack jokes to each other the whole time, <laughs> the whole thing, it's like them getting into sticky empire situations <laughs> and like, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I forgot to bring it. But yeah, so tonally, it's a lot different from other Star Wars that we've seen. Stylistically, it's it's pretty different from other Star Wars that we've seen. And some people use that to say that it's like not. Star Wars, or you shouldn't really consider it Star Wars, that you should just consider it a generic sci-fi show. Well, I'm considering it Star Wars. I'm considering it Star Wars because there are so many references and so many homages and so many connections to the Star Wars universe in this show that it wouldn't be the same show without Star Wars. And it does pay respects to the original Star Wars. It it builds upon the crust that it was... was Oh and I feel God. like it it's such a the empirical gritty 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 nitty gritty nitty gritty. <laughs> oh fuck! Because I feel like people who are criticizing it, saying that they aren't, it's not Star Warsy enough. Just don't really Dude, get the so point st- of Star Wars. Yeah, if some people are saying that, they're out of fucking mind. I see that as like a main criticism. It could be the most. It's the most Star Wars thing I think I've ever fucking seen. Yeah, it's so good. I, I agree. So. It it brought suspense back to Star Wars, because Star Wars used to be about suspense. Like, The Empire Strikes Back is a very suspenseful movie. Dude, the first one, New New Hope, Star Wars. Yeah. That's, I mean, dude, the first, it's it's a, everybody, that's probably a fucking zeitgeist, knowing how Star Wars goes, but like, you didn't know fucking Han Solo was gonna come back and fucking... Let's fucking do this, kid! No! Yeah, it, was, it was incredible at the time. And I feel like Andor thing brings going. that back. Because that's also one of the things the show does really well, is building the suspense. Because it takes... Characters you know, die. It, characters die. Um, like, Stormtroopers... Oh, that's that's another thing. Stormtroopers, stormtroopers are competent. All but Stormtroopers are barely in it. Stormtroopers they, are they barely in it. built to the Stormtroopers, even. Like It started with like these low-level... Empirical cops. Yeah, like guys below, guys below stormtroopers, and so it actually makes stormtroopers feel intimidating again. Like they are actual sharpshooters. Yeah, like elite elite Mm. forces. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, and all of the villains are competent. The heroes are competent. The villains are competent. So it makes a good cat and mouse game. Like I think that's one of the reasons why Death Note is such a popular series because both the antagonist and protagonist are extremely competent rivals. And you want to see... And it's up to you to think who who you think is, the at least in Death Note, who the protagonist and the antagonist even is. For us, we know who the good guys are because they're not the Empire. But Exactly. Yeah. Oh. But yeah. And when things happen to the good guys or the bad guys, you're, you you feel things for both of them. Because it takes time to establish its characters, give them different character traits, and, motiv- and establish their motivations. And it really fleshes out 
the world a lot to where the point where the finale episode you're really worried about all of the characters involved just because you've grown attached to them. Yeah, oh, for sure. And it's, you know, carried They bring by. everybody from basically the whole show up until that point back for at least something. In that yeah. So if they live yeah. that if long. Yeah, if they live that long. Um, and Which was incredible. Also one of the best finales I think I've ever seen in a show, period. Like, season finale, I would say. It's pretty solid. It's very good the way they did it. And it also borrows from the <laughs> emotion that, because you know about Star Wars, because you know about the Empire, yeah. you, you feel lots of things. Like... In the first three movies, you are told that these are villains, and the characters you see are villain, the Empire, and Darth Vader and the Emperor, villainous, villainous villains. But in this show, you are seeing why the Empire is bad yeah. for an entire... Not because they're ruled by evil Dark Lords, but because they are... Those evil Dark Lords are running this thing like evil fucking Dark like, Lords. Like space Nazis, have to yeah. live with that. It's generally... Like, there's a lot of allusions to the Holocaust in this series and just like how yeah they're, the Empire is space Nazis like it reminds people yeah they are space fascists what did I tell you about bringing up the Holocaust on this show <laughs> no, and, uh, I want people to feel comfortable when they watch this brain. I don't want them to feel like <laughs> I think about the Holocaust bring about bring and oh, how six God. million Jews died what about our Jewish audience dude don't you care about our Jewish audience I'm acknowledging the Holocaust I, I know. I'm, just saying, <laughs> I'm saying the series is also acknowledging the Holocaust. I'm just fucking with you. I wanted to do a riff. <laughs> we gotta spice this thing up with a riff every once it's in a, a while. Great riff. Um, go ahead. Anyways. Yeah. But yeah, Space Empire. The Empire is competent. They do. Th everyone does things that make sense. There's never a. Th an action that a character took where I'm like, why would they do that? Like, you understand exactly why everyone's doing everything. And I think it's just really solidly well-written. Well-written, well-acted, well-directed, mm -hmm. uh, well-shot. Yeah. Very well-acted. So like, many genuinely shot scenes. Yeah, genuinely some of the best cinematography and model like dialogue that we've ever seen in Star Wars. And like you gotta remember this is a television show. Yeah, this is this is like movie level quality. Every episode. Yeah. With story with really good television show styled writing. Oh my god. And Andor like it's the name of the show, but he is just one of the characters. He's the main character, but like there's so much other shit going on around him that it's like you're just invested you're just, in all the other characters' yeah. storylines who I've never even met the fucking guy. It's about you know what I mean, Andor, but it's also about just the rebellion and the people, like the regular everyday people in the Star Wars universe, and what they did to oppose the Empire and why they personally oppose the Empire because they don't have, you know, an evil dark lord as a father. Yeah. So why 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 do common people get involved in the rebellion? And this shows you why. Yeah, because they're awful. Because <laughs> they, they, and they live. They've lived with it. This is an empire that is roughly fifteen years into its existence. Like, yeah, that's long enough to be oppressed, and you can feel it. That by the end, when you see people acting, you 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 feel their emotions. You can empathize with them because you almost feel like you were a part of that. Yeah, that emotional. Yeah. Torture because you're so attached to the characters that you see what they're putting them through that you're like, 
Get there, rat bastard asses. Fuck the Empire! (laughs) (laughs) Like, people love Darth Vader. People love the... Like, they love that villain. Yeah. Like, the Empire's bad, but we love... Like, there are people that love it. This movie... Or this show makes you hate those motherfuckers because they are how they're evil they, they're yeah. popular because they're the worst and they'll, this show is showing us that they'll wipe the out planets without thinking about it rest easy Alderaan yeah and those Alderaan. those guys yeah you know what I'm talking about the Force Awakens no no the um torture torture guys the torture voices the torture, torture singing oh yeah those things uh, yeah oh my god Ugh, did this show Dude, that that poor girl. Yeah, uh, that's another thing. Like consequences. What's her name? Bix. Bix. Yeah. Consequences happen to people. Like their they their actions have have consequences, which is always nice to see with characters. Yeah, it doesn't matter if they're a good character or not. Literally, like the first scene of the show is that consequences of his own actions coming back to bite him. Yeah. Immediate ones, yeah. Yeah, immediate consequences to those actions. And then him having more consequences to those actions. He, it's a show of like consequences that build up to his actions. Actions that you are rooting for him for. Yeah. But there's You want like him to make it through. Not you, the best to have actions, yeah. Yeah. What a show. What a show. Oh my god. Great new original characters, mm-hmm. which Star Wars needed. Mm-hmm. People loved Ahsoka Tano. Or people actually didn't love didn't Ahsoka love Tano when she was first introduced, but now she's one of the best Cring- characters in Star Wars. She was, I know. And, and now I love her. Yeah, I think every once in a while you need to in- inject some new things to keep it alive. Yep. And Star Wars will do that every once in like a yeah. while. Baby Yoda, Grogu. A character that people instantly fell in love with and still are. And I think Andor has introduced a lot of cool characters and ones that are definitely going to become well-known. Everybody's kind of still their infancy. They're, they're popular. They're yeah. big, but they're not quite like... They're not your household names quite yet. just yet. But I think there's potential. Yeah, I have faith with season two that all their arcs will come come home yeah. real well. well. God, I can't wait to That's see the that. Thing, like, watching this week to week, I kept expecting a bad episode. Yeah. Like, I kept expecting it to get worse. And to me, it just, like, kept climbing. Yeah. I mean, it it just kept getting better. And when it did slow down, when it didn't get better, it, like, stayed on the same. Mm -hmm. Because you knew it was building to what was coming that was better. So, like, essentially the way it's structured is there's, like, three episode arcs with the third episode... The two episodes mainly being set up and the third episode being the climax. And I feel like with each conclusion of each arc the climax got a little bit bigger yeah if you know because like it and it finally like the final climax is like everything explodes like and they're all big yeah they're all big like they all exciting yeah things like exciting things happen the fucking star festival thing episode that they flew through in the second arc i guess but i think genuinely it just tops itself like each climax tops itself yeah um and not even the action parts interested me the most about this show. It was just, like, the actors interacting with each other. The characters interacting with each other, yeah. I should say. The dialogue scenes. Like, all, there's some yeah. very well-written dialogue scenes in Andor that are just, like, made me glued to the screen. And for me, because of those, the action scenes are my favorite thing about this show. Because those moments in between 
help build really to build make those up. action scenes what they are, and because I I am an action scene kind of sucker, because of those little moments throughout the building that led to it, the little character moments, the action scenes are all the more just like, hell yeah, it's a show that really compliments itself all over the place. It's like every time I look in the mirror, compliments all over the place. And yeah, I'm excited for season two. Um, it just started filming not too long ago. No. Yeah, like last month, maybe. Yeah. So it's a while. We got a ways out. But uh, they left such a good taste in our mouths. We'll wait. Yeah. And I, I really... will wait for this. Cause, um, There'll be other shit in between. I haven't been this excited about a Star Wars project in a very long time. Like, yeah. probably not since The Force Awakens was announced. So that wraps our that wraps our Star Wars Andor um, review, spoiler free slash spoilery. Um, yeah. So now we can kind of move mosey on into the Ching Chong Chow, everybody. <laughs> Cut that. <laughs> I know. I know. I didn't want to do it, but I had to. You know what I mean? It was expected. Green almost spit out his drink when I said that. We're, do we're doing our... <laughs> we're doing our Kung Fu movie marathon. Yep. So, over the past week or so... Yep. We have watched four. Count them four. Count them four. Count them. Count them. Miranda, could you give me a popsicle? Count them four. Count them four. Kung Fu movies. Yes. The first three we actually watched with our friend Swag. One of our viewers. One of our viewers. Since we have a couple now. Yeah. Yeah, we have to go into the floor on this. Yeah, how about that? Um, and the fourth one we just watched. Mm hmm. Uh, not too long ago. Today. Today. Three. Uh, we probably been, how long have we been recording? Mm -hmm. uh, about an hour and twelve minutes. Hour and twelve minutes. So about three hours ago we watched this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's still pretty fresh in our mind. Mm -hmm. um, keep in mind, I saw the first three movies we watched previously, and was or no, no, except for one of them. You didn't see. I yeah, didn't yeah, see yeah. one of them. Yeah. I saw two of them previously. Chase had saw had saw another one of them previously. Yes. Ooh. And we decided we wanted to throw one that neither of us had seen so we could experience it together and then talk about it. Yes. Um. And so we decided we were going to go in the order that we watched them in. Mm -hmm. So first off, we started with... What do we start with, Chase? Kung Fu Hustle. Kung Fu Hustle. Which, um, it set the tone for the whole weekend and the yeah. whole marathon because... It was the first one we watched, and it was a very unique style of kung fu, kung fu movie. Yeah. Had we watched, like, a boring one to start off? Bad start. But this one... And looking back on it, I'm so glad that we started with this one. Because I felt like it was a great way to, like, dip our toes into the kung fu genre without taking it too seriously, because it is a kung fu comedy. Mm -hmm. um, it's a very silly movie, like, very... Absurdist. Like, yeah, Absurdist we, is a good way. It was written very 
I, I don't want to say satirical, but it's, there's a little bit of satiricalness. I would say satirical. It's definitely making fun of like classic kung fu movies, like the it's like cho- a Monty Python yeah. kung fu movie. Because like the random chosen one aspect, like that came out of nowhere, and just like oh, all these hidden. All these people are actually all hidden kung fu masters. Like, oh my god, it was all over the place. It was making fun of a lot of typical tropes, but it still managed to be also a good kung fu movie. Like, the style of the satire allowed them to do really crazy kung fu moves, and it worked. And you just go along with it. Yeah, because you're just you like, really yeah, are you just can, like, oh, they can I do this. what this is. It's a real-life anime kind of thing, and I'm watching it like a real-life anime kind of thing. Which is pretty much how I described it to you. Yeah. Get you to watch it. I said it's about close to anime in real life as you can get with live action in terms of the yeah. characters and their different kung fu fighting and styles. It's from 2004, so like you expect the effects that you get. Yeah, they're not like bad, they're 2004 effects, yeah. but it's and like sometimes the cheapy looking aspect of it is part of its charm. Right. It's it it's charm. Yeah. And um. It's actually got, like, a good emotional heart to it, I think, too. Oh, yeah. I mean... Like, you're rooting for the protagonist by the end, even though you barely really know anything you, about him. You thought he was the villain most of the yeah. movie, and, like... He's, he's a dick for most of the movie. He's kind of like, uh, fucking Cyril, in yeah. a way. If, if Cyril does go good by the end. Yeah. And, and he's, he's not always the most focused on character. There are other... Story, you're almost wondering why he's still being involved in a right. lot of it. Right, like, least. you so. don't even really realize he's the main character for a while. Well, I thought I figured out who the main character was, like, three times, and none of them were. Yeah. Two of those motherfuckers died. <laughs> so it was like, well, not them. Yeah. It was a great, um, kung fu fight. Like, all the kung fu fights I thought were really well choreographed. Yeah. Um, if we go through them, there's the opening one in, like, the yard, in the main, like, slum, and the lady, she's, like, super fast and kicking yeah. everybody's ass. And then all those three guys come in, they have that big battle in there, and you're like, okay, this is epic scale, you know, anime, big. Yeah. These, these are... Fun little opening fight. Strong, like, superhuman people. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's, like, the follow-up raid with that. It's kind of the same. Yeah. They're hopping through the streets. She runs into the sign. And there's so many times where I was like, is that character dead? And they weren't dead. And then you like start to realize, yeah, it's like it's like Looney Tunes mm-hmm. logic a lot of the time. Well, the opening scene, we thought the her husband died. Like, it was, he fell out of the window, he's bleeding. Yeah. We were just like, oh, that's a dead guy now. Nope. nope. <laughs> he's like one of the main characters, like... The second best karate master on the planet. <laughs> He's just this horny old man. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that about? Um, I enjoyed the like the second big fight with the first picked, um, bought off assailants. Yeah. That the was it. that got really guys. anime anime like. Yeah, just shooting yeah. like powers out of their music, and the kung fu people are fighting them off. They have their kills. Own, all of the main characters, like who I thought were the main trio, yep, they're all dead people. People who are the heroes, like, right away die. Die very quick. Um, and the guys who suck live. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you find out that they actually, turns out, the, he's the main character. He's the main character. And he's actually the chosen one. 
And you learn that he's the chosen one in a way that you think that he's being bullshit and he's not the chosen one. Right, because it sounds like bullshit and the flashbacks make you believe it's bullshit. But by the end, it's not bullshit. And yeah. he actually is. So fucking goofy. Oh. This is that Buddha palm technique. Just that blows a hand through the building. Yeah, I thought that was Even just the effect. guy becoming like a frog. The, the toad the beast. style of May. Is that his name? The Beast? The Beast, yeah. The Beast. Oh my god. I think it just kept ramping up. When you thought it couldn't get any more ridiculous, it just got more and more. And there were lots of parts of it where I was like, what the hell is going on? Some movies make you feel that way, and you don't like them. And then there's some movies that you like them because they make you feel that way. There are a lot of times where the payoff is goofy. Because it's it's fast paced too. It's like they get right into the story. Yeah, kung fu hustle. Um, But you're invested the entire time. Like they literally introduced like the big bad. Even though we took a break. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, the final boss just kind of comes in at the end. And, and then you're just like, yeah, this guy seems tough. He's beating the people that we see be really good up until this point. Yep. He was stood being like, ah! screamed at. <laughs> Even like the modified screamed at, he survived it. He's just like a gross old man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed, like, once we finished that, I was like, Alright, I can't wait to watch the next couple, for sure. Like, I I am into what we're doing here. Because I knew that the one that I was going to show was satirical, but different than that. Yeah. And then I knew the raid was, like, entirely different than that, yeah. which it did turn out to be. So, it was a f- humbling, funny, got us into the mood for it. Right. Because I think if we watched the raid first, we probably wouldn't want to, we wouldn't be as willing to go into the next. Because the raid is a lot. Yeah. The raid is like a pure action. Dude, if we would have started with this one we had today, I don't think we would have. I mean, not that we it wasn't good. It was just so. <laughs> it was just so graphic. Yeah, it's so I think graphic. It would have been too it's much. just like you, like you can't. It feels like you can't get a breath. Yeah. When you're watching these movies, because you're just watching these people just beat the absolute shit out of each other. I yeah, dude. And die in very. I know we're ways. not at that movie yet, but yeah. that that movie was two hours of that. Yeah. Two hours of just it's like fucking insane. Non- like. Like, that, some of these movies that you have to wait a little bit before the fighting's... Like, the raid, you kind of had to wait before the Kung Fu guy. Yeah. Well, that movie got into Kung Fu quick and never stopped. Remember, you were complaining about how slow it was getting into the action with the raid. Yeah. And then I told you, just wait, because once it stops... Once it starts, it doesn't stop. I wasn't complaining, I was just nervous. I yeah. didn't know how long I had to wait. Yeah. Not that right. long. Once it did start, it did not stop. We will get there, though. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, next movie. Do we want to... Are we done with Confu Hospital? I mean, we could, yeah. We've, we've Do you have anything else to say about it? Mm, probably, but I'll get back to it if I come in. Yeah, it. we can circle around to it. Yeah, we can circle around to it. Quacks Quaddle? Quacks Quaddle? Quacks Quaddle. Quacks Quaddle. Quacks Quaddle. Quacks Quaddle. Attorney of Law. <laughs> um, Salsa Dance. <laughs> <laughs> Shimmy. Um, Kung Pao. Kung Pao. So Kung Pao was the movie that I chose for our Kung Fu movie marathon because most of the Kung Fu movies I have already seen were, were just like old, you know, Enter the Dragon, you know, old Bruce Lee movies. I have a bunch of those DVDs at my mom's and like some Jackie Chan movies. So like, and like The Matrix, if you consider that a Kung Fu movie. Like, and I was like, ah, we've never seen fucking Enter, or Enter the Dragon or whatever. And so 
I wanted to go with one that I had hoped that Brayden hadn't seen because it was Kung Pao. It was my. And I did so not see it. You had never seen it. I. It was big for me when I was like fifth grade. It came out, so like a fifth grader really enjoyed it. Over the years, I still really liked. It. I remember in ninth grade, I showed some friends. They also thought it was funny, so I was like, yeah. But I hadn't watched it in a long time, so I really had hoped that the humor in it still stood up till modern time, like adult me. Yeah. And I'm proud to say, though a lot of it had some shitty cheesy jokes, it was it Most was, of full it was of really funny. Pretty like, funny. It was pretty fucking funny. So I was really happy about that. Yeah, um, I, it got a, a few good belly yeah. laughs out of it. It was also from like like I said, 2004. Yeah. Older humor, kung like fu you know, movie, humor. Old, hu- old humor. But I've but never forgotten. But some still. See, it's funny. I, I thought this kung fu hustle is kung fu movie satire written by people from Japan. Yeah. And Kung Pao is kung fu satire written by Americans. That's a great way to put it. It's like, they're two satirical works about kung fu, but they're different. Culturally different. Yeah, very culturally different in the humor styles. Right. So what all Kung Pao really is, for people that don't know, is it's a it's three old karate, actual karate movies edited together, and then they edited in the main character, who is like a, a, a white guy, Steve Odenkirk, and he is the main character, and he, they edited him over top like a character in the actual movie that they used this from, and they dubbed over that chi- that Japanese or that kung fu movie with new goofy voice acting for everything. And they even play with dubbing. Like, the main character is a white guy, but he and he is dubbed. Like, he's speaking <laughs> in English, but is dubbed in English, and his lips don't match up. And, like, they play with that, and it's it's really fucking good. Yeah, no one's lips match. No one. No. It's it's all over the place. It's dubbed so goofily. Um, Brayden, tell me your thought. Like, this was new to you. What did you think? Yeah, I didn't know what to expect. No. I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> there were... It is a surprising uh, movie. There are also points in the movie where I was like, what the hell is going on? When <laughs> <laughs> he starts fighting barnyard animals. <laughs> he fights the cow. He fights the cow. Um, he fights a cow that it's a kung fu master. I think, yeah, I think the cow has a name, but I, I can't remember it right now. <laughs> yeah. It is, like, so random, too. It's just, like... Forget whatever the main character's name was, but it was the chosen like, one. The chosen one. Avoid the fields, like, or like avoid the farm. And it's like, yeah. What? And you're like you're like, what does that mean? Yeah, it's just throw, yeah, <laughs> just like thrown out there. And then it, it becomes something. Yeah. I was just like, that's so funny. That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid funny. The whole fucking It's very thing. stupid funny, but it's uh, well done. Stupid. Funny. It is very well done. My my favorite. This is the one that like. I quote to myself, and I have, like, in my head all the time, <laughs> how many nuts do you need? Like, oh, I just need a pound of nuts. <laughs> That's a lot of nuts! <laughs> the guy just, like, screamed it. It's like, random, <laughs> yeah, I think, randomly. I think, I think he just, the scene just cuts in to him, like, walking in, and he just, like, I need a pound of nuts. <laughs> like, it's just this very normal-looking guy. That's a lot of nuts! Whoa. Yeah, that's... I remembered liking that scene as a kid. I had forgot about it. 
And then it played the other night. <laughs> it's another, like, stupid humor, but it's, like, really funny because it's how stupid it is. It's, the way the guy voice acts, though. That's, that's a lot of nuts. That's what, it's the delivery that, that absolutely nails it. It's yeah. the voice actor who delivered it. Who <laughs> just, like, shouted. <laughs> Yeah. Everyone else is speaking at a normal volume. And the, and the guy, like the character, like he isn't shouting. Like the voice, no. the shouting voice is coming out of like a, a a pretty like normal looking guy. Such like a dumb thing to say. Too. That's, a lot of nuts. That's a lot of nuts. Like there's no reason to have that scene at all. It didn't do anything for the plot. It, it does a little bit because he used the nuts. It, the nuts were his deal to the to the, oh, the squirrel that like protected him from the blow at the end. <laughs> he pays it. He puts the nuts like in the handprint and it runs off. Yeah, it's goofy. It's certainly that's a good part. Yeah. Um, oh man. I mean, I I would love to talk all the things about this movie though. The, the dubbing of the main female character. Like the way they like, there's constantly scenes where like they'll go on these long tangents and it ends really goofy. Like she'll be like, there's no way you can do it. Don't do it. Like she's like trying to get him to not do it. And then it ends with her going, you can do it. Like, <laughs> and then they just go. Like if they don't, Talk about it, they don't like, wait, what? Like, it's the movie just keeps moving with like these go people are just saying ridiculous shit. <laughs> it's just like, I, what's the cares? stupidest shit we can say? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we're there at the top of the, the waterfall, and the guy shows up and he's like, Who are you? I am Ling's father. Wee, oh, wee, oh, wee, oh, wee. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> thing is I'm sure if you watch the real movie like those two characters are not related no. at all little noises character makes I, I was quoting it throughout the week like it's the part where they're like training in the yard and they're just like one of us is wearing a push-up bra <laughs> it's lazy and it just keeps going things like that um, there's the part with like it's a group of children just in a frame coming into a like lighting sparklers and they dubbed over we're children we're children we're children <laughs> like they're cheering it Ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. <laughs> I need to watch it again when I'm not as stoned because at that point in the night it was late and I was like very stoned. Yeah. But it was a great way to watch the movie the first time. Yeah, oh, I'm too full. I feel, I'm glad I watched it as a kid because I feel like being a kid and watching it is a lot like being stoned and watching it. Like it's just <laughs> everything's just funnier because it's just so ridiculous. But yeah, I had a great time. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, that's it's and the action's fun too. Yeah, There's it's a, actual the kung fu. Is there? Yeah, the kung fu scenes are there. It's, Which I always appreciate it. Like if you're yeah. gonna be an action comedy, don't skip on the action part. Yeah, it's not just quotable. It's it, the fight scenes are there. They're fun. I mean, you like you said, the fight with the cow. That is a it's a genuine it's a, fight. A main fight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has to fight this cow. Yeah. And it gives him trouble. Yeah. And he trains, and he, he learns how to fight the main villain at the end, after the main villain, like, fucking stomps his bitch ass. Oh, yeah. I like the part where 
he he's running in the field and like all the characters are dead, like they're dying. Yeah. But then he they don't end up dying and they he does another lap. <laughs> so fucking stupid because he's really powerful. The first one starts out really powerful. Like the master, you he's dying and you think he's gonna die. Yeah. And he dies and it's and then you're like oh my god and then it cuts to the girl and then you're like what the she's down too but you're still into it and then she dies and you're like what she's dead. And then he runs, and it's the dog. And you're like, the dog, too? How do you get involved? And then he dies. And you're like, oh, my God, all these guys are dead. Just to see that they're all not dead. <laughs> so funny. Oh, that's the thing I need to, like, I can't even remember. Yeah, it's probably good that I've seen it so many times that I just needed, like, a refresher. Swag also was, like, he was worried, because he had seen it. Swag had also seen it when he was younger, and... He said too, like it was still held up. Still funny. A lot of bad jokes in there still. Yeah, but like, there's a few stinkers. But where it shines, it, you laugh very hard yeah, at it. Yeah, it got it got some good, good laughs for me. Kaching, 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 kaching. And then it's just like that girl in a bathing suit standing there. I love when she dies because it's like it's all these like serious characters going down, and then in slow mo, it's just. Her also, he did. He also fucking killed her. But it's like kind of majestic how she falls. Oh my oh. god, so stupid. Chosen one. Yeah. Oh. So that's that's Kung Pao. I'm I'm glad you enjoyed. It. I'm glad you would want to watch it again. Yeah, I would. Definitely I was like nervous leaving it, like it being mine, because I was like, if this doesn't hold up. No, and I think those two were great. Starters. Starters to get us into... I think it made us ready to watch something a little more serious. Right, because we, we saw the funny parts. We got into the kung fu style, but we, like maybe we want to see a little bit more of it. Yeah. Now we're ready for a real kung fu movie. A genuine balls-to-the-walls action kung fu pretty, movie. It, yeah, pretty... Like, it kinda, I would say it jumped like three steps of kung fu grittiness to get to the raid. Oh, yeah. So the raid... We're starting with the raid. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, the raid okay. um, is a movie I had seen previously and was one of the main inspirations for this night because I it was one of the main movies I wanted you to see along with Kung Fu Hustle. Mm. Um, it inspired you to get us to do this. Inspired me. Yeah. It inspired us to do the Kung Fu movie night. Um, it's a very simple premise. It's about a police squad who are sent into this apartment complex to take down this drug lord, you know, uh, bad things happen, a bunch of them die, and Kung does not Fu go according to does plan not go according to plan, all. and they have to fight their way out, basically. Yeah, uh, and like, when you told me that originally, and I was like, what does that mean? I never would have guessed what that meant, the way, like, this movie plays out. It's so, once it gets going, you're, it, it does not stop moving. Yeah, they are trapped in this building, and um, it starts off as, like, a police style just shoot out pretty much like it's it's mainly action with guns very little kung fu yeah um and then it gets into the kung fu that first hallway fight scene i've watched so many times yeah yeah because it, it like there's a lot that happens before the first hallway fight scene oh yeah happens. a lot so of much, people it, are dead it, it's getting you prepped for like this is a tight situation this is getting hectic this is dangerous people could die and will die and do die yeah and then Kung Fu just starts happening. 
that guy just is like, all right. Yeah, it's like I don't. I'm all out of ammunition. Let's fucking. I'm actually trained to be a fucking ninja. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Who would have guessed that? Who would have guessed God. that all of these Indonesian cops get secret ninja training because they all and know one kung of them fu to some the best at it. One of them's the best at it. He's the rookie. This is like his first, you know, first time on the job, first time on like a big hunt like this. And he's the best fighter in the entire yeah. apartment complex. Yep, and they said that this place was a no-go before police, like, police were not allowed to go there because they would be killed instantly. Like, this gang lord has this thing locked down. Um, but they go in anyways, under the supervision of the sergeant and lieutenant, which we find out later on that the lieutenant has ulterior motives than the sergeant, possibly. Um, and yeah, our main character, Rama, is the rookie cop who has a pregnant wife. You know, the typical cop tropes. The movie starts off with you seeing him get, you know, being with his pregnant wife. So yep. you're like, oh, backstory. Backstory, we want this guy to get out of here. Because yep. he has a, a pregnant, pregnant wife. wife. Yeah, he's going to be That's all we need to know. Yep. That's all, yeah. You that's don't all want we... him to die. Yeah. Because you know he has a pregnant wife at home. These other people probably have families. He has a pregnant wife, so you're like, and whatever that's... happens to him... He's the guy. And that's sometimes all the characterization you need in a kung fu movie. That's all you need. His pregnant wife needs to get home. He's stuck in this apartment building. Yeah. <laughs> Guess the kung fu is way out of it. <laughs> and save people as best as he can. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, he's not selfish. Yeah. He's so, getting his boys out, too. He's not just like, I got a wife at home. I got to get out. He's yeah. like, no. So what goes awry? What goes Jeez. awry? Well... I'll tell you what goes awry. Yeah, I want to hear, because I want to hear your thoughts on this, mate. Okay. What goes awry? Um, everything you could possibly imagine <laughs> continuously goes awry, from the smallest to biggest of things. What goes awry uh, initially? Um, a kid spots them, and is like, they're sneaking in. The sneak's going okay. Yep. Um, you're nervous, though. Yep. So are they. they. They've arrested a few people. They are spotted by a kid. In the first moment that you see this, the lieutenant and the um, sergeant sergeant are seeing eye to eye. Right. Is that motherfucker just whoosh, caps a kid? Yeah, no question. And pretty good shot too. Good shot. Just straight through a door. Didn't think it was gonna happen. Through a door, killed that fucking kid. Yep. And right at that moment, that kid gets in touch with another kid before he gets shot, and then the word is out, and this apartment goes into craziness. Like, there are, like, two people who probably live in this apartment complex that are just ordinary people that want to live there. The rest of these apartments seem to be owned by, um, thugs. Yeah, just gangsters. Ready to come out and fucking kill whoever is breaking in, because everything just erupts. Erupts. Yep. Um, you kind of know the crew. Here's the thing. I feel. I felt like at the beginning of the movie, so many people died. I didn't think that everybody that we had been introduced to thus far into the movie hadn't already died twice over. With what seemed like how many people were getting fucking murked. I've had to see this movie a few times to like understand who all the characters are because it is hard. like they don't spend a lot of time on each cop. Like you just get a few moments with each of them and. A lot of them are marked, like, right away. Really quick. Really, really, really fucking quick. And um, they get separated, and sure. it's it's intense how it all gets separated. It makes sense. Like, they're bursting. Everybody's just trying to get out and get yeah. away and be a team, but have to sometimes be a half of a team. And 
sometimes just a solo guy, it's pretty, you feel very, you, it's kind of like the Star Wars, um, what's it called? The jail? The Narcino 5? Yes. Yeah. It's like that. That's apartment complex. And you just yeah. want, it seems impossible for out. them to get out. Because they have to take the stairs. Yep. And, you know, you find out later on that um, this whole mission is actually entirely off the books, unbeknownst to the the sergeant and all the cops there. So no one knows that they're here. So basically no help is coming for them. Like, they have to get out themselves. Which basically means having to fucking kill everyone in the apartment. And yeah, if they're willing to put up a fight... These cops are going to kill them to get out because yeah. they're gonna they're gonna kill them. So they, they don't kill willy nilly, and they are people who help them in the apartment complex. But anyone who comes after them get fucking murked. Just get fucking wrecked, man. Yeah, Just absolutely like, <laughs> brutalized. So, like, if, if they're not dead, they're hurting. Yeah, they, they're crippled. They they're the... changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's very well choreographed. Um, yeah, to just like get like the the effects of. How like cause people are getting stabbed left yeah. and right. It's like throats are getting. It's not slit. as graphic as the movie we just lost, but watched. But it was graphic. Yeah. And um, really set me up for that. Yeah, that but, was um, the yeah, peak. Peak graphic. Yeah. So far. Um, oh my god! And you're just rooting for. And there's like these subplots. We got the subplot with the brother. One of the henchmen is brothers to one of the cops. Yep. So there's this little fucking story. Yep, we find out. So the main gangster who runs this apartment complex, it's a very simple premise. It's like he has two lieutenants underneath him, um, one who is the brains and one who is like the brawn, who they call Mad Dog, who's like a really good kung fu master. Maybe that will come in later. Um, but anyways, unbeknownst to us, there's a twist that the... Brains, the lieutenant, is actually the brother of our main character, Rama. And um, Rama actually knew about his brother's life, and uh, I guess the police had no idea of their connection between these two men. But he was kind of coming in here hoping to find his brother. And um, more chaos ensues. Yep. Yeah, because there's side changes and... Like the brother, you you almost have to be like, oh, he's betrayed these people. Why? But it's like, no, he didn't betray. He just wants to get his brother out. Yeah. And he's still part of this crew. But then he's really, he has to team up. Like the, the it, boss makes him, yeah. Yeah. They, they kind of hook the brothers back up. So they tag team, fight the, the fucking, I want to say the beast, but that's the wrong movie. Mad dog. The mad dog, yeah. Yeah. Which that guy's fucking insane. He first, well, first of all, the sergeant. Mm. Um, they really the sergeant believe a, that sergeant could get out. Yeah, the sergeant has a genuinely good. He's a B storyline going on in this place. It's yeah, switching bin. You're like he might be able to get out. Yeah, he's one of the perspectives, and he has a pretty good kung fu fight that he ultimately ends up losing to Bad Dog and yeah. dying to the one lieutenant, which the guy is just like this short, scrappy looking little guy, but mm-hmm. he's absolutely a beast. He's just insane. Kicks ass. Yep. And that final fight between him and the two brothers, yeah. where they're both Epic fighting him fight. with all they have, and he's still nearly killing them. Oh, yeah. And, like, that's the thing. You see that, that guy fight, and you've been seeing the main character fight. Yeah. You know he's good, but you're like, is he that good? 
It's like it the took, brother did. It took him and the brother together to take that fucker down, and it was not easy. Yeah, they almost couldn't do it. Yeah. So that was very, like, that's the thing. The movie's got a pretty good plot. Um, it doesn't need a whole lot of script work. No. Um, Just a little needs bit good stuck. action choreography. And then, the, yeah, the kung fu's amazing. The kung yep. fu was like, all these scenes, people just getting fucking mowed down, and they're fighting in, like, cocaine, cocaine, like, rooms. Uh, and... Getting impaled on doors, oh and getting flashlights, or getting light bulbs smashed in your face. A lot of just, like, you as a viewer are like, ow, oh, ow, oh, that's how these movies make you feel, like, oh. Yeah, there's, like, there's several times where, like, people get stabbed in the knee, and then they drag the knife down the entire length of uh-huh. their leg, like, just completely severing any anything in there. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, it's just all, the movie's just all happening. It slows down for these little moments to, to yeah. then just, like, there's little moments of Pick brevity. Up and you're like... Because if it was action all the way through, it would be too much. Like, it needed a few quiet moments. Yeah. Talking moments. But for the most part, it doesn't waste any time. And get straight to people fucking killing each other. Truly. And just you trying to figure out who, where, and what are you, where are we at right now? What's going on? hi yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, but I did really... I did really enjoy that. It was a pretty overall solid flick. Yep, and um, I can't wait for you to watch The Raid 2. Because it's a very different movie from The Raid 1. Oh, wow, really? But also, I think a good movie. Huh. Good, I mean, I, I love a good storyline, I love a good sequel. It's, it's it, yeah, so The Raid 2, just as like a preview, it follows him, go uh, Rama, the main character, going undercover um, as a gangster and this one guy's crew mm. and it's not about like a raid and it like goes to like a bunch of different locations and it's just like mm. him working for this mobster while secretly still being a cop and then karate ensues karate ensues many many times nice I'm interested I certainly am this whole genre is very it's a fun watch for me yeah uh, uh. yeah it's a great watch it's that there people sleep on kung fu movies yeah, and they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a good, fun, fun thing to marathon. I, 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 if we would have had more time that day, we could have even watched another that day. But we decided to take a day, take today, and watch it prior to recording this. And uh, do you want to hop into the final one? Yeah. Yeah. So the final one. Yeah. What was it called again? The night comes for us. The night comes for us. Because the night. Yes. Comes so. The this one, neither of us saw before. Mm-hmm. I had never heard of it. Yeah. I had actually found this movie because I looked at the main character, Rama's actor, Iko Uwais, his name is, his IMDb page, mm-hmm. to see what other kung fu movies he was in. Mm-hmm. And this one had really good ratings, and it was on Netflix. So I figured we could just watch that one. And, and we did. We did. And and overall, I mean, I enjoyed it. I loved it. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, it, we have, we made fun of it throughout of it yeah. a bit, but like, that's part of it. I think that's a good part of it. It's very serious. It's very it's serious. Not satirical. And it's no. Very gnarly. It, it started the, the way it's filmed initially. As we like opened into this movie, I was like, oh, this is like this seems to be like the highest budget. Yeah. Of the Kung Fu. This seems like a serious movie. 
And, you know, it was more, but, like, it, it kind of took, like, the more things that happened, and it didn't feel like that as much throughout. Right. Um, certain decisions of certain moments and things, but... I think it's a more flawed movie than The Raid, but it's still... Pretty solid. Yeah, pretty solid, and I think it's, like, peaked its action. It was the longest kung fu movie we watched. Yeah. And it felt fast, though, because it, it was so fast-paced the whole time, once it got moving. And the kung fu was great. It was the most brutal out of all of it, and that's saying something because the raid was pretty brutal. Dude, this makes the raid look like Looney Tunes. It, I, <laughs> that this movie was graphic and brutal yeah. and all up in your face from practically the beginning till the end. Yeah, just complete body evisceration, <laughs> just body horror through kung fu or other or other or things. Usually, multiple other things. weapons are used. Oh my god! To <laughs> put people into multiple states of destroyed. You know, it's funny. <laughs> There's a part in this movie where a character gets shot off screen and, and I didn't, I thought they might have died, but then Brayden thought he didn't. He ended up not dying, but like, the way it was filmed, a part of me, a part of me thought, even though this movie was so graphic up to this point, I was like, maybe blowing somebody's face off on screen with a gun right in front of me is too much for this movie, especially a main character. I And, and then, and then literally <laughs> and then like 20 happens? minutes later, it, it happened, and I was like, Okay, it's it's not it, it will be that movie. Yeah. <laughs> that guy lived and you watch a guy get his fucking face blown out. I knew they weren't killing him off screen because that's a go waste and they're not killing that guy without having him go in a big kung fu yeah. fight. Yeah. It, it's almost believable though because so many people did die up until that point main character wise cuz they get yeah. fucking wrecked. What do you um, think about white boy Bobby? I love him. He's my favorite character. He's a fun character, man. I'm sad that he um he, he gets fucking gutted. Yeah. And cut. I mean, he takes so many hits though that He's I was like, like if these guys, that's the thing. I was like, okay, are these guys gonna live? Because how anime are we talking? Yeah. How anime to how serious are we talking? He's hurt. He's hurt pretty bad. It, yeah, but he was telling the lie. Like him. he he survived a machine gun blast to the chest because with he had like a metal yeah. a metal uh, get wet. Or get wet floor. Get wet floor side. Yeah, the floor is wet side. What are they called? The floor is wet floor side. Wet floor side. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I uh, get wet floor. You saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. You like. He, he survives it. Yeah. Got wounded. Yeah. Got fucked up. He, he got shot on like the side, and they kind of like brush that off. Yeah. Like, okay. He can take bullets and like, kind of keep. This guy is fighting. just like kind of tough. Like he's just like. He didn't have karate really. He had some moves. He had a little training, but he was yeah. mostly just a, a brute. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best way to describe him. And he, he was just, fun. Like, overwhelmed. He's the character who was like, I don't know if I like the main character. <laughs> but you liked him anyway. Right. And he, they must have had some kind of died for him, I guess. And they're protecting this girl. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just like maybe we should get into what the movie is about. Right, right. Yeah, yeah we're before, getting ahead of ourselves. Before we just talk just about talk all about things the overview. So basically, them. another kind of simple plot premise: mm -hmm. um, these triads, which I think are the Chinese mafia, um, are wiping out this village, and the one leader um, is like you know tasked with killing the final child. Yep. And just a little girl. Just a little girl, and he decides not to, and he instead shoots and kills all of his men. But that means that he has to go on the run now with this little girl, and he's wounded in the process. Um, yeah, and honestly, the movie doesn't even tell you in the beginning that he killed his men to save her. Yeah. You just know that he ends up with this girl, and he, he's, like, hiding. Yeah. And, and you find hurt. out later. 
but it's and the whole movie is just like we have to protect this little girl from these people and they're coming to kill me. Yeah, so the, yeah, the triads basically wiped out this village because they were stealing from them. Like a few few of the fishermen were stealing from them, so they wiped them out to make an example and the guy lost heart at this girl who managed to survive the initial slaughter. Yeah. Um, and he, yeah, gives up his position, which you kind of find out more later on of that he's just like, he was kind of unsatisfied with his position, and yeah, he didn't like he didn't like what he was doing. Yeah, he he wanted out yeah. basically. Um, so he was going to do something like that soon, anyways. Because the, the, these like um, people that are called the six C's, yeah, these enforcers, and he's like one of the, and that's like the leaders of the of this triad. Yeah, these cartels, and he is one of these six. So he's a big deal to yeah, just walk he's a, away. He's a head honcho. Um, but he does, and they come and get him. Yeah, and, and he links up with his old crew. His old crew? The old people old he used dojo. to run with before he went in with the triads, yep. which were like his local neighborhood his, crew. His small town drug gang. Yeah, and they turn out to be also be badasses. Well, most of them. The cousin kind of sucked, but... Yeah, I didn't get his point. He killed a few all. people, he, but yeah, like... yeah. He, he gets he got an, a killed immediately like he didn't die immediately but he got a death blow his first fight so he I was like I think done. yeah you kind of get that vibe from him that he's like inexperienced and just yeah. not good at this kind of but thing. he does get just killed like he's young he's like a kid yeah and he gets killed off harshly and quickly brutally brutally you didn't even see all of it but like she like first rips his hand off you hear something the truck right here oh I just hear. Well, you know what? He scared off the fucking bugs, man. Oh, the <laughs> bugs got scared probably from that hey, truck. Stop, stop scaring off the bugs on the distant man. highway. Oh, there we go. Um. Yeah, and then so one of his old lack, like not lack, his one of his other old crew members, he gets in contacted by one of the Seven Seas Triad people looking for him. And they hire him. Yes. Yeah. And it, that's a whole ballpark of, like, things, because it's all over the place. Yeah, it, it was... There was certain, you know, plot developments where it was just, like, it seemed like they came out of nowhere. Like, uh, that motorcycle lady. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, the whole movie... I don't think they ever really explained her, did they? They didn't... I mean, she kind of explains her a little. You, you just... You, you do... As a viewer, you just figure out, like, she doesn't like the triad, and she's just gonna... She also knows Kung she's, she's a, a, a hunter of the... The triad. Six C's. Yeah. And it leads her to the main character, but she finds out that he's left after... And she just shows up. So there's this one part where, like, halfway through the movie, his whole crew is fucking killed off, and the triad's coming to, like take the girl, and this random woman just shows up and kills all of them. Yep, randomly. And you're like, who the fuck is that? And she's gone. And you're like, who is this? And she shows up, she fights the main Never character. Never seen her before. And then she kind of just joins up with him. And she's a badass. Yeah. And there's a big girl boss fight. There's a girl. This Kung Fu movie has a girl final boss for the Which girl character. Which is incredibly brutal, by the way. It's a fucking, oh my god. They, the, the movie is brutal. brutalize each other. It. And yeah, they fucking oh, like it never stops getting more brutal. And then she fit each time she finishes one of them. So she finishes off um, the the not Amer like white lady, 
the fifth, the, the fifth one, the fifth C, and just the, 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 the she has like a weapon. This lady that like rips people's skin off. It's, it's like, like it's like describing. razor wire. Yeah, that she has a, a ball bearing attached to the end that she yeah like cuts people's throats and rips people's hands off and stuff. Yeah, and this bitch like gets her to like tie it around some like a radiator or something to kick out the window and it basically essentially like strangles her and. Like cuts her throat yeah, out while slowly, it does it. Yeah, bleeds her out. Holy fuck! It was graphic. <laughs> yeah. And, and the then other lady, the uh, the other lady that survived, they have this continue having this epic battle because the the third C was a lesbian lover to the fifth C, so she just watched her lover die. Right. And now she's extra fighting hard, and it's just this brutal kung fu tom shittery that goes on. Yeah. Um, until there's this quick, like, knife slash, right? Oh my god, that was so, like, anime. Like, the samurai pulls the sword. Yeah, you don't even notice it at first. Right. Well, the, 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 the main girl, our girl, like, just, you see a slit in her pinky, and she fucking rips it off. Like, yeah, her she fucking like, rips oh, her finger right off. Yeah. And then it goes to, like, the bad guy, villain girl, and she's, like, laughing like she did it. And then she goes, oh! And her, it cuts down to her goddamn entrails, just yeah. sneaking out of her. Her entrails are just out. And you're like, oh, she's dead. But then she keeps fighting just a little bit longer. Yeah, she's she knows she's dead, but she wants to yeah. make and her final. She, like, finishes her off. Yeah, she gets fucking stabbed in the head. Yep. That's why you have to, it's like the walking dead. <laughs> These yeah, people. But with not zombies. You have to stab them in the head to make sure they're dead because oh, yeah. people get shot like in the head. a bunch of times. People get yeah. stabbed in the head. like Head, yeah, they're going for the brain. Yeah. They're shutting that system down immediately. But yeah, everyone was hard to kill pretty much except for the grunts. The, yeah, the, yeah, the grunts were just there to make the uh, pretty deaths. main characters yeah. look good. Yeah. Pretty, just in the most gruesome 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 way there's a scene where the main character fights off just a room full of grunts and he annihilates all of them absolutely brutalizes them so just, one guy gets hung up on a meat hook by his shoulder pad <laughs> they just rips him through it he just rips right through but he's still his body still hangs on so he's like still slightly alive i'd say that this movie is the closest thing to like a horror film like graphic Texas Chainsaw Man, but like of just kung fu movie. Yeah, because people get fucking eviscerated. <laughs> Genuinely, we see people explode. Like there's a few, a, a few times people get absolutely just blown up, and then you see like their bits and body parts and like meat chunks. <laughs> they get like stabbed a certain way in like their head, that the blood is just shooting everywhere. <laughs> And they really, like, the, the cinematography makes sure that you're, like, seeing the blood just spray. <laughs> Everyone's bloody all the time. Oh, my God. So graphic. God, the main character never looks like he's good, ever. Like, he just always looks dirty and bloody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's always getting beat up. From scene one, from the moment he, the, the lady's in the bathroom and he comes stumbling in, he is bloodied up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for him, it's like he goes to that place to get, like, whatever he's looking for, like, the money or the hint or whatever, and... and his money, I think. His money. To get and passports. Fighting ensues, and for him, fighting never stops the whole rest of the movie. Yep. Nuts. Fucking nuts. There was the, the cop, he gets caught by the cops, or the SWAT team, or whatever. Yeah, you fucking take these handcuffs. fight in <laughs> They the have <car>. guns. <laughs> the people driving it continue driving it, like, you're like machine gun shooting around 
people are fucking being just mutilated. Oh my god. Because, like, yeah. even though the bad guys can't hurt the good guys, they are doing... A, the bad guys are always doing a good time trying. Like, right. They, do some hit, they get some good hits in. I just remember, like, that one guy gets, like, an AK held to his face and just, like, in the SWAT van. Yeah, just done. Oh, that guy's dead. Yeah. And they just keep driving until they just get killed by being in yeah. the wrong spot. And, and then, then he um, out. So, the one actor in the raid is actually in this movie. Right. And he is kind of an antagonist, but kind of not, like... Right, yeah. He's kind of not a bad guy so much, but... But he is but the bad guy. But he is guy. the bad guy. He's, it's all... It's, that's the thing, the characters, man. You don't know... Yeah. Even up until the final fight, I was like, are, is, are we supposed to want him to die? Or there's like, what the fuck do we want out of this fight? Because there's like a few times in the movie where he does something to help the protagonist or the yeah. main characters, and you're like, oh, and then he goes back and joins up with the bad guy. Yeah, and you're like, where's this guy gonna land? Yeah. And it, you know, comes out to, that was the guy you thought was shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought you got his brains blown out. Um, but I, I also was like, he also might. Like, I was 50 Yeah. But eventually, there's that big climactic battle where yeah. you genuinely thought the main guy wasn't winning it. I, I didn't think he was winning it, winning it, or and I just thought he was gonna die. Like I just thought, no matter like the way this fight plays out. First of all, it's like a ten minute long, nonstop, just those two just well, obliterating each other, yeah. like just beating the absolute shit. And sometimes, like I remember, it started and I was like, oh, the main guy's clearly getting his ass beat. Like, that's why I thought. I was like, oh, he's just not putting up a fight at all. But then he does start, and it just, like, slowly builds to this crazy fight scene that, like, really, though, it ends with him not joining the Mafia. You know what I mean? He tries to kill the main character to the end, and then the guy comes up, and he's just like, fuck you guys. Like, yeah. And then he gets fucking them. I think we've, we're still supposed to feel bad about because yeah. like at the ultimate he, he didn't like, die the villain he could have died the villain right they let us like still be like this was a conflicted character yeah definitely yeah and a hell of a fight yeah yeah both of those dudes can fight yeah fucking arms just oh my gosh there had to have been at least half a dozen arms that just bent the wrong way in this movie dude yeah Half a half, no, double a double. Like there were so many, there were so. I'm pretty many. sure I saw one, one arm where like it bent the wrong way, and then he broke it further the other way, even like just like extra fucked up his yeah. arm. Ugh. Yeah, just does not, does not care. And if people are just getting karate beat to shit, they are getting knives killed. They are getting shotgun blasted. Somebody gets a full stick through them <laughs> the, or some shit. The the um. The part shot. that we all laughed at, the gasoline can. It's <laughs> 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 the straight, like, two-minute-long scene of him slowly throwing down the gas... Like, these three goons walk into this gasoline can trap that he has laid out. <laughs> he very slowly shoots the can. Yeah, it's all in slow-mo. Sl- it's all in slow-mo, <laughs> and they slowly catch on fire, and it's he just these, these fuckers just, like... <laughs> Like spinning around, uh, <laughs> and he's just like standing there watching them burn to death. <laughs> he's like not finishing them off, they're not still trying to kill him. They're just on fire. And they're like, <laughs> just, ah! It's just these guys on fire. 
Should we all laugh first? I don't think I don't think the film. I don't think it was meant to be funny. I just think it was, it was meant to be very serious. <laughs> but we all laughed. It was just the execution. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that until you just brought it up. So fucking funny. That's the thing. The movie had a lot of stuff to like. Though it was very serious and very heavy and very graphic, there was a lot to laugh. It's just it's and, like, so ridiculously out. graphic that it's like hilarious. Like yeah, it's an elephant in the room if you don't talk about right, it. Right, because it's just like, oh my god. Like, people are just fucking insane. Yeah, yeah, because one of your, your your remarks when I was like, he could be dead, and you're just like, you think this movie's holding back on somebody <laughs> getting their brains blown out? It's like, not this <laughs> <laughs> year, right? He probably is still alive. <laughs> Uh, and like, Shortly after dude, that, we see multiple people get their heads blown off. That's the thing. Another thing about the headshots is, like, the movie almost does tell you if somebody doesn't get shot in the head, they are alive because there's multiple scenes where people get riddled with bullets, <laughs> just completely eviscerated. And Maybe they have, the like, their guys. moment of being, like, yeah, the good guys, and they're, they're, they're still alive. <laughs> somebody shoots them in the head, and you're like, they should be dead already. Goddamn. The, the, the main antagonist not antagonist that's how he goes out well I really like the fake out at the end where it shows um, at the like very climac climactic part of the finishing move of the fight where they both go to stab each other okay yeah and yeah, we yeah. see from the back of the main character's neck him get stabbed in the head yeah and you're like oh he's dead like yeah. he got him yeah and then it like pans around and you see he's like stabbed through the cheek he like karate his mouth so yeah the... to like catch the knife and like it got stabbed him through the cheek stabbed him through the cheek brain. instead and he was like holding his knife in place with his like cheek oh strength and like his mouth like not have any fucking feelings on a blade <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile he <laughs> your life's on the line he went for the real kill he got into the neck and even then, he with half like, of his... has to be a headshot. That headshot guy's, or nothing. Half of his throat was slit, and he was just, like, holding it. Yeah. And it was fine. Yeah. He, honestly, with how much a headshot is needed for all of these people to die in this movie, I'm safe to say that uh, C number five could still be alive. Because all she got was the choking and the, like... You're right. She could be out there. Nobody fucking shot her in the head by the end of it. She could survive that. I mean... The movie basically tells you that. Well, but it makes it ambiguous at the end on whether or not the main character makes it through. It did. It had one of those kind of endings. One of those kind of endings where you're, like, pretty sure... And it sucks because, like, the movie feels very, like, it, it's going to give you a definitive ending. But when it doesn't, though, you're also like, yeah, I guess it is this kind of movie, too. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just basically the main character driving at the yeah, main You don't villain. see the main character die. You don't see the main villain. Like, I wanted to see... Yeah. I guess you can infer that, like, he's going to die from getting shot, but he can... I mean, he's, you can take them out. It looks like he's like they've they're very cockily standing there. With a I was going to say they've shown multiple times before. They have no problem just standing in front of a moving vehicle while someone's shooting at them. People will just take. It. He like, just has the willpower to keep driving. He will hit that guy. It's and like the him. American Revolution. Like they line up and shoot each other. Yeah, that's yeah. what they think it's like. So yeah, I was fine with the ending. It did. But overall, how would you rate it? Overall, how would I rate it? Would you put it this, above this, the raid? This movie specifically. Would I put? I, you know, that was kind of my thought process the whole movie because there's parts of it I certainly did like more than the raid. Yeah, so I, I could say the I same. I don't know. It's like could go either way for me. There's parts I did like about it more. 
and, and there's parts about it that kind of make it a better film movie at least but I don't know The Raid was really good too mm. it's hard to say I'd say they're both I'd say they're both at least if they're pretty one and similar a half in quality yeah one and a half swampies yeah not to say one's better than the other is not saying much because I think they're both pretty pretty good solid good one, I'd say movies. this one that we just want is more ridiculous than The Raid yeah it's it gets it's, more gory more brutal more like stylistic kills yeah but it's solid. I was into it. It was like, like I said, it was the longest one. And kung fu movies, I kind of, I like them a nice crisp hour half. Yeah, you can only three. watch like this was a two hour. So when it started, I was like, oh boy, this is a big one, and it felt fine. Yeah. Even when we got like, I looked at the time for the first time, and it was we were an hour and five minutes in, and I was like, oh, okay, there's less than an hour left. I feel like we've watched a good lot. Like we're pretty invested in this. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I. It's it's hard. It's neck and neck with the raid. Yeah. For me in that one. Really glad we watched it. Um, nice pick. Nice pick. If we ever do like a Kung Fu 2, which we should. Yeah. This could be like a thing. I, th I think it should be. I think you need to see the raid 2. Yeah. Since you've seen the raid 1 and let's, like I said, it's it's very different. Let's take some time. We'll do a few podcasts of other things in between. And yeah. And then... Uh, We'll pick another weekend Cleanse maybe our palette a little bit in the spring or summer and do yeah. another. Because I'm sure we'll be rearing and Nancy to want to watch one I, after we haven't seen him in a oh, while. Oh, for sure. I mean, after this little batch. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I want to peek into some other ones. I want to... Yeah, we can find some more good ones. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Anything else to say about the... Um, what's it called again? Um... The night comes for us. The night comes for us. I keep wanting to call it, it ends tonight because there was. He it's said a very, that twice. It, it's a very generic title. Well, so is the raid. To be fair, the raid redemption. Yeah, the, the raid redemption. Who is redeemed? <laughs> Hard to say. Yeah. But yeah, I, I. Kung fu, man. Kung fu. Fucking wax on, wax off baby. Alright. Well, hey. That was good. That was, that was good. fun. That was fun. We're at a crisp two hours and eight minutes. Two hours and eight minutes. Longer than the last. Probably still one of our longer ones, but we had, we had a lot to talk about. It's tighter. It, it, we, we talked about a lot in a tight fashion. Yes. This is a solid... Not to toot our own horns on our right. own. Right. <laughs> <listeners, laughs> well, we give ourselves praise. Yeah, Hold you, on, probably, you, bear you with could us. be at this point in it and be like, "This was the worst. This fucking <laughs> sucked. I was not interested." But at we feel all. proud about it. I feel good about it. Yeah. 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 I yeah. think we nailed the intro. Yep. Always do. And I think we're gonna nail the outro. Sure, kid. Sure can. Sure should. Yep. Um, any little like just little snips of nerd before we? Little snips. Well, anything to say that. Things you're excited for coming up? Is there any new upcoming nerd shit? Something. I, I mean, there's a couple. I, I think another thing, we've talked about it a lot, kind of like how this was like a kung fu themed episode. Um, I, I still do want to have a Star Wars themed where we strictly talk. Let's do it. Star Wars. We do got it. And I'd like to get. I want to do more things with, like, guests, Andor, like, friend guests. I was about to fall out of my Star Wars phase, but Andor got me back into it. I'm so glad for you. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll have Avatar 2 coming up here 
soon. That's true. We I can hope talk that's about that. Good. Yep. Me too. I think we should do an episode where we at least talk about it and probably what happens around. You know, this is you know it's gonna be a movie that like it'll be part of the pop culture as it you know you yeah. hear about in the news. There'll be stories that go along with the release of this movie, how much it makes, how much it doesn't make. It's a failure, whether it's successful. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll know. So that's one thing then in the near coming future that we can talk about. Yeah, um, if it's good or not, I hope it is. Yeah. yeah. And when you when you see Black Panther two, we'll do like a Black Panther two walk yes. talk. Um, yeah, that was a good one. Nas came here the other day, and uh, he we had brought it up because we had watched the Guardians Christmas special, which we should talk about that at some point when you watch it. But yeah. uh, he was like, I cried four times, and I was like, me too. So it was like. Yes, like, yeah. People of different emotional levels are affected by how good this movie is, so I'm so excited for you to see it. That's good. But I'm we'll excited to see it, too. Yeah. Probably just waiting for it to come out on streaming now. Oh, dude, I do. You should still try to hit it up in theaters if you can. But I understand. All right. Well, okay. Well, like we always say, they're shit in the dark, and it's getting pretty late. It's getting pretty late. It is getting pretty late. We love you. We always have and always will. We love your mothers. And your fathers. And your fathers. And your sisters and brothers. Cousins. Cousins, aunts, uncles, nieces. Yep. Grandmas. Grandmas, grandpas. Grandsons, grandsons. Granddaughters. But not your fucking step-siblings or your stepmothers and fathers. No, we don't give a shit about them. We don't care about Tell us about them. <laughs> evil. Ah, They're always evil. Biologicals only. That could be a, like a dating app. Biologicals, Biologicals only. only. That'd be a good one. I'll get on it. Nice. Well, Brady, thanks for coming to Zen Room, the dojo to here tonight. And, uh, it's been a wonderful time. You have safe travels on your way home tonight. I shall. All right. Good night. Good night.